The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, what a great weekend sports and a whole lot of sports news going on. Man, but first, before I get started, man, I've had a long week. Um, on Tuesday, I left Florida and went to Detroit, Michigan to, uh, for a funeral. My oldest living relative, Anonita, she passed away at 100 years old. Wow, and I'm not talking about a person that was 100 years old uh, in, a, in a hospital bed. No, she walked around, went to church every, every Sunday, um, man, cooked for herself, cooked, um, cooked meals for her grandson, Timmy, that lived with her took care of Timmy, as a matter of fact. And um, she just was a great person, and she's going to truly be missed. And then on my way back, I'm on my, in the airport on Thursday, and I'm looking at the television, and I see something about Prince dead at 57. I'm like, what? I was already in a somber mood from um, funeralizing my aunt, and all of a sudden, Prince, come on, man. I'm 51, Prince 57. I've been listening to this dude since I have, since I really learned to enjoy music. Prince, uh, this was another blow. So all of a sudden, that that was a, a almost a knee bender. Uh, I finally get home and I've been planning a family picnic for my family for about two months. For Saturday, April 23rd, we've had this thing planned, and the weather was beautiful. We had over a hundred guests. Lots of kids, lots of food, lots of fun, lots of clean fun. Everybody was laughing and smiling and, and having a great time. Wow. So, man, what a, what a way to have a, to end this weekend. And I actually went to church on, on yesterday and had a beautiful time in church, too. But, hey, guys, let's get into this sports. Tom Brady, hey, his suspension has been reinstated, reinstored. Deflate Gate is back on. Tom Brady is going to have to have his four-game suspension. Deal with it, Tom. Tom has already said, you might have to talk to my lawyers because I, I, I really think that this is, a, this is a problem that you may have to talk to my lawyers about. And so we're, he's already saying that he's going to lawyer up and, and more than likely not going to take this land down. Can we blame Tom Brady? You know, hey, last year it was a no-go. He can go ahead and play, and now all of a sudden you're backtracking and saying he has to serve a, a four-game suspension. Hey, do we are we talking about the, the same guy? 
Tom Brady, you know, come on. I think Tom has earned a pass in this one here because this is one of those situations that I thought had pretty much kind of died down and went away, especially when when um, New England didn't go to the playoffs and didn't do much in the in the um, playoffs last year. I really thought this was behind us. Um, when you look at Tom Brady, his net worth is $120 million. His wife is $360 million. He's not going to take this land down. Now, um, so to some people, in some sports, four games is nothing. When you play 82 games, it's nothing. When you play almost 100 games, it's nothing. But when you only have 16 games in a regular season in, in professional football, in the NFL, uh, it's it's a lot, man. I, you know that's that's not a that's not an easy pill to swallow. So I, I really think Tom is going to fight this. He's not going to take this laying down. Um, and Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, I don't I don't think he's really ready to step in and take take over for Tom Brady. I just don't see that. Nah. And 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 well, you know we've we've seen. Um, how this team um, can't win when some of their players are missing. You know, um, last year they lost wide receivers and they were not able to turn it around. Uh, if they lose Tom Brady for four games, I just don't see this team winning four without Tom Brady. Um, it's just just not possible, you know. But we are talking about uh, probably the greatest coach of our era in in the modern era of um, NFL football in Bill Belichick and uh, where there's a will, where there's a way Bill Belichick may find it. You know, he, he is that good. We give, we have to give that dude credit. Um, he's that good. He's that good. Um, Josh Norman. Hey, uh, you have to wonder what's the dealio with the Carolina Panthers letting Josh Norman go. Um, had he has he gotten a little too big for his britches in Carolina? I, I don't I don't think so. I just didn't see this guy as being that kind of a guy. I, 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 he he kind of was a, he's a little flamboyant and he speaks his mind a little bit, but I just didn't see him being being the kind of guy that that needs to be ran away over a few million dollars. Now I say a few million dollars. Um, Josh wanted top dollar. I thought he deserved top dollar. You know, and it's an old saying, hey, don't hate the player, hate the game he's playing. And um and 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 he's hey, he was a big part of this team going to the Super Bowl last year. One of the big reasons this team went to the Super Bowl last year is because of um his efforts and, and what he did on the field. Uh he's a he's a shutdown corner, you know. Um I think he He's shown that um, he can he can he can cover a quarter of the field by himself. You know, when you have you when you have one guy that can cover a quarter of the field by himself, I think that I think that says a lot. You know, it's a, it's not a lot of guys right now that can go toe to toe and 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 just say, "Hey, I got this side." You know, you take care of the other three quarters of the field. I got this one over here by myself. You take the mother four guys and y'all take that because I can hold this one down over here by myself. You know, it's not a lot of guys that can say that. And um, Josh is one of those guys. And if he can say that and, and back it up, and he's shown us that he can back it up, hey, he's deserving of every penny, every penny that he gets. 
You know, um, and hey, in a set, if if he if he gets a five year, seventy five million dollar deal with the Washington Redskins, hey, he's deserving of a five million, uh, a five year, seventy five million dollar deal with the Washington Redskins. And if he gets thirteen million, thirteen point nine five two million guaranteed up front, hey, as far as I'm concerned, that's not enough. And he should have got more up front, you know, because his, you know, this man, his market value is, is um, fifteen to sixteen million per year, you know, and, and hey, he's deserving of seventy-five million dollars for five years. Josh, congratulations! Keep up the good work. I think you're deserving of it. Um, hey, man, don't hate the player, hate the game. And if you're going to go out there and make that money, if it's your money to be made, do it, Josh. That's all I'm saying. You go out there and make the money. Yep. Hey, uh, well, hey, still a lot of stuff going on. You know, when we look at um, at um, the NBA, still a lot of stuff going on in the NBA. And, hey, we got Vince on the line. He's here to talk about what's going on in the NBA. Vince from South Florida. What's going on, Vince? Yes, how you doing, Mr. Oliver? Hey, doing good. Welcome back. Talk about a little bit of NBA thing going down. Hey, welcome back to Sports Info Show, um, Vince. Hey, um, I see your Miami Heat. You know, they, they look like they trying to... Look, Dwayne Wade look like he's turning the clock back a little bit. What's going on with that? <laughs> I think you know this Wade Wade County, so you know how that is. When you say Dave, you say Brown, you say Wade. So that's how we do down here in the dirty south. So how you been? Hey, man, I'm loving life. You know, everything is really, really good. You know, I was just telling the show that um, my uh, my aunt passed away uh, last Friday. I went to see her, went to, went to her funeral in Detroit, Michigan. She was 100 years old. In, in August, she would have been 101. So she's very blessed to have a long life, you know. I hope to do yeah. the same. You know, she 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 got she she gave me something to shoot for. Yeah, she gave us. That's the hope that we deserve. All of us deserve on this earth if you do it the right way. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, she got my condolences because I know it's hard out there, but it's fair. It is. Yeah. Now you know everybody can't do this, but I'm gonna tell you about a story about my auntie Onita. I went to see her when she was 91 years old, and she was in the hospital at the time. So I went up. There. I went meant plan to go to visit, but when I got there, she was in the hospital. She was really disappointed that she was in the hospital. They let, they let her out the next day, and uh, while she was there, that um, the doctor told her she told the doctor that she was still smoking these Virginia Slim cigarettes at 91 years old, and the doctor told her then. It don't make no difference. You can keep on smoking. So, so hey. It's just like that. It's you with that. I mean, cut you But that's just like the old lady. The old lady, she started getting some collard greens. She'll leave him. So, <laughs> well, I just got to leave him because I'm going to keep eating greens. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we came from, bread for the old school. Yeah. It's funny because hey. I was talking to, I was in the hospital today and, um, the day was a good day for me. I went by and visited the hospital myself for my own self, and now I ended up seeing my dad in the hospital. So it was kind of interesting, but otherwise that, everything was good in life. I can't look back. I was telling the young lady in there that I think proud of what dad is going to have me in 52 good, great years. And he's 
up there still kicking him and mama. So I was like, hey, man, it's a blessing to be in this world. Boy, Lots what you, you talking about? What you talking yeah. about? And you, you know, you one of the few people I know that's 52 years old and still got mama <laughs> and daddy. Boy, you better that's be doing as much as you can for him while you can. I'm telling you, because you have really inherited yourself. You still, you, you really still got a blessing on earth, you know. And um, hey, funny. man, hey. that's funny. I was just telling you, I said you got 16 kids, all of them living, and I'm the one separate all of. And and and, and I went when I went. I didn't have no blood clot, no heart trouble, no lung trouble, no punishment in my damage in my life out of all them party days for University of Miami days. And we used to go down there and watch y'all play and Mike them play and go to Scrawberries and Miami Nights and Manhattan and you name it, we'd been there. That was, hey. was the bad boys of Miami. <laughs> if, if them 80s ain't out of you by now, my goodness, man. Come on. <laughs> hey, man, trust me, it's funny. It, it got out of me. The little boy got in trouble for University of Miami. Yeah. What are you thinking? Oh, you mean Mark Walton? Yeah, suspended yeah, from the like. team for DUI, and then apparently he was. Did he try to? And now you down south, you probably you got a little more about this than, than I do. Uh, did I hear something like he tried to impersonate an officer or something like that? Yeah, they kicked him off the team for good. But but get out of here! He, they got like, they kicked him off the team for good. For good. They kicked him off. One thing about it, Rick ain't playing with him. And I think he, well, I don't think he deserved to get kicked off for good. But at the same time, he's from Booker T. Washington. And he know the rules down there. They, you come down here on vacation, you leave on probation. And you down here on vacation, and you around here playing on probation. Man, you playing with yeah, that, yourself. Yeah, that, that's really, you know that's really... That. And you got a new coach. You can't do that. Nah, you're right. You know, but he was young, though, man. And, and here's a young man that got a lot of accolades at a very early age. You know what I mean? Last year, as a true freshman, he played yeah, a lot. Yeah, I was saying, he was yeah. Playing. yeah, you know, he, he, he played a lot. He did a lot. But at the same time, uh, was he deserving of that? And sometimes when you, when you start getting all these accolades at a very young age, you you tend to think that you are bigger than the game. You could do things that you didn't necessarily do before that. You know, it's almost like those those um those those fake muscles you get because you you you, you start mm -hmm. drinking. Next thing you know, you start talking all kind of crazy talk. You know, you start scoring touchdowns. You start reading your name in the paper. You start thinking you could do anything, and it says don't yeah. go like that, man. And I'm gonna tell you. And people, when I played, people like Michael Irvin, he had to sit and wait his turn, man. You know what I mean? He didn't come yeah. there. And even even in, in some cases, Michael Irvin was probably better than the guys in front of him. But he almost still had to, had to, had to wait his turn, man. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but at the same time, when, when, when the cupboard is bare, when this kid Walton came in last year, um, hey, we needed him. And so... Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very disappointed. I'm very um, it bothers me that he's been suspended for the entire season. You know, um, wow. I could see him easily going somewhere and um, playing at a smaller college in the next two years. I'm sure. I don't see him sitting out the whole season. I think he should get punished. Uh, 
but not the whole season, you know. But at the same time, too, you got to still learn the discipline. And then you know what's funny about this? Uh, all the guys that played for you and when you played, people thought y'all were wild and crazy and doing it, troublemakers and all that. But you don't believe it or not. Y'all are the greatest ones. <laughs> y'all start a devil for these guys. These guys still ain't acknowledge what the devil that what do you stand for? When you say Miami, you say University of Miami, not just Miami University. Y'all represent the whole U in the Miami. And that's what they don't understand. These guys come in today, they just go to school just to start wanting Miami. No, you got to represent the U of Miami. The football status, the baseball team on top, the basketball team coming around, and they mean business, and it's really business. And it don't matter how where you come from, just how you do it and how you represent it, because you already know you're in Broward. And they, you're going to work through all that trial and tribulation. But if they ever just sit down and think about it, and say, I want to be like Mike. I want to be like um, Shirena Shannon. I want to be like uh, Jerome Brown. I mean, come on, man. Y'all got so much talent down there in Miami that every kid should want to be a role model to one of them guys that left there. And if they take a day status, they will be one of the successful persons in the NFL and any sports they ever played in. Because they always got to pay attention. So what they might tell y'all paid attention, y'all graduated. These guys, yeah, I don't know. They just like playing on the field, but doing off the field bad with wrong people, wrong crowd. Well, you know, I think Mark is, uh, he's going to make a big difference down there. He, we, can, we can see the atmosphere changing. And, and you know, um, I, I, I say I hate to see this kid suspended for the entire season. But at the same time, I think this is, this is Mark putting the stamp down. You know what I mean? If you're going to come down hard, you got to come down hard. You know, I'll never forget when I first taught, started teaching school, this lady, she came over to me and she told me, she said, Daryl, you got to be hard in the beginning. Because you could always lighten up, but you can't get hard yeah. in the middle of the game. You understand what I'm saying? So Mark yeah, had to nah. get hard right now. He had to lay the hammer down hard right now. This is one of the first offenses. Bam! You you gonna be you gonna be a pawn in this game. You the pawn. You understand what I'm saying? I hate to say it like that, but it's real. Yeah. So this, um, this is a situation that Mark is having to deal with early in early in the game, and I don't have a problem with I, that. He I, made a prime example out of him right now off the bike. And see, one thing about it, they can't talk to me in the kind of way. Mark, Mark from Miami. He know Miami. He's been right. Miami. He is Miami. He is Mr. Miami himself. Right. People don't yeah. know it. Anybody want to call him? That's what we next time we get on the show, Dad. You need to call Mark and have him, have him call this show, <laughs> and we put him out there. Well, Mark is busy right now. We're gonna catch him in the I'm off doing. season. You know, maybe may, we might even catch him in the summer. You know what I mean? Summer coming yeah. up. We'll see if we, we can get Mark on the show for for a minute yeah. or two. You know, we were teammates at one point at University of Miami, and I'm sure when he would have. I think about Kelly. Yeah. When I think about Mark. I think about Jim Kelly. 
well, him and Jim Kelly played together. You know, they were actually they they the same age. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, but hey, um, uh, Vince, I think that's a real good move. I think we're gonna sneak up on Mark, man, and see if we can't yeah. get him on the Sports Info UM show before this summer's over. My birthday, July thirteenth. Let's see if we can't get him on the Sports Info UM radio show for July thirteenth. Hey guys, you listen to Sports Info UM on the Voice America Radio. We got Vince from Fort Lauderdale. We'll be back right after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're kicking off the outdoor grilling season with the Flaming Truth this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And we've got some tasty, mouth-watering wild game recipes, plus the latest innovations in grilling equipment. Joining us will be Sherry Ewing from Alaska's Wild Gourmet, High Mountain Seasoning Zone, Hans Hummel, and Travis T-Bone Turner from Michael Waddell's Bone Collector. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. We got Vince on the line calling us from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And Vince, you know, we're talking about the Miami Heat, man. You know, the Heat, I'm... I think they're the number four team in the in the West. Uh, it's it's kind of it's going to be kind of crazy to see what happens um, in, in this series. You know, um, I I don't I don't see I, I really don't see Charlotte winning winning. They've already won one game. It's two one. A series is leading two one. The Heat leading two one. I just didn't even think Charlotte would have a chance of winning one game. Here they already done won one, and the Heat just can't afford to let a team like Charlotte hang around with them because this mean teams like my team teams like um uh well 
at teams like Cleveland, they already done swept them. You know what I mean? They already swept yeah. Detroit. They sitting back waiting. Now Cleveland is waiting on the winners of Atlanta and Boston. Now Atlanta and Boston, they already that, that series is tied two two. So it, we know that series got to go at least six games. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So now that that's two more games, it got to go at least two more games. So that lets you know that whoever come out of there, they they're not gonna be able to take on um, they're not gonna be able to take on Cleveland and LeBron, and he been sitting back resting two, three, four, five, six days. Come on. No, no. It just ain't gonna happen. And LeBron, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm gonna tell you something now. Uh, I I I this is the first year I've pulled for LeBron James. In my in my life, I think I started pulling for him last year when he was with Cleveland, because I, I actually thought it was a good thing for somebody to go home. You know, um, you know, yeah. product of son, he he came back home. You understand what I'm saying? I just thought, yeah. you know, that city needed him way more than Miami. Miami don't need nobody. Trust me. No, no. Miami, the city of Miami don't need nobody. Now the city of Cleveland, they needed like a a, a boost. And he and trust me, he is a boost in their economy by himself. You know, Miami don't need that. You know, so I, I, I just thought it was a good thing him going back home. And on the other side, Miami, Miami Heat, they leading Charlotte two one, and Toronto and Indiana are tied two two. Man, Paul George don't Paul George ain't no joke, man. He set out last year, and this dude came back with a vengeance, man. But now, you know. Um, that the city of Cleveland was too big for LeBron and Johnny Money. You know that, right? How you figure that? What? Well, who is Johnny Manziel? What did he ever did? I'm gonna tell you why it was too big for him. Tell me because why. Because he 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 wanted the fame, but he ain't put in the work. And, and the city of Cleveland gave him the 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 spend ovation like he put in the work. And LeBron don't put in the work, and so he deserves the fame. Not Johnny Money. He he just got these bad off the street habits. But I feel like if he was another kid or another guy, that he wouldn't have no second or third chance. And when they give him a third chance, basically. That's for sure. He would not have a second or a third chance if he was another guy. Just like and, 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 and let's, let's, let's be real about it. He ain't got a chance. This is, he doesn't have to college. They're going to take his whole career away. Who, Johnny Manziel? No, the guy at the University of Miami, they're going to take his whole career away. They're taking his whole career but away. Johnny Manziel right. do way worse than that boy there do. Right, right. Now, at the same time, this dude, Mark Walton, he was 19 years old. Johnny Manziel is a grown man. And if he want to destroy his life, that's, that he could do that on his own. Now, the problem yeah. with Johnny Manziel, and I've said this on the show before, Johnny Manziel is, is rich, man. He's rich far beyond NFL money. You understand what I'm saying? And, you know, some people, like that kid Walton from Booker T., he had what we call a, a Ph.D. He came with a built-in Ph.D., Poor, hungry, and desperate. You understand what I'm saying? Johnny Manziel yeah. had just the opposite of that and what we call a silver spoon stuck in his mouth. You understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. his parents got, got loads and loads of money. So he don't need yeah. football. Walter need football like like they like like I need a sip of water in the desert. You understand what I'm saying? He need it bad. Yeah. He, it's a part of his life. 
You know what I'm saying? This is, John Manziel was just, he just was toying around with the game. It was a game to him. And some of these, some of us, man, it's a way to eat. It's a way to make a living. It's a way to get your mom out of the projects. It's a way to get your uncle old piece of truck. Oh, my you understand God. what I'm saying? And all the good things. Yeah. And you know, and, and you think about it, and Drew, and Drew uh, don't want to mess with you or touch you, you got to be doing something, though. you got to be doing something real bad. And we're talking about <laughs> Drew Rosenhaus. If Drew don't want to mess with you, if Drew fire you, you, hey, you, you in bad shape. And, and you know, it, and that tells the whole story too, Vince, because Drew yeah. fired him because what? He wouldn't go to rehab. Yeah. That's he all it is. Yep. Hey, he ain't bigger than the game. That's, that's, that that's, that's all. He is not bigger than the game. Yep. Hey, well, Vince, man, we got to get out of here, man. We got to let you go. We might, we got some other callers calling in. And hey, don't you be a stranger. Give us a call anytime here on Sports Info, you on radio show. But before we let you go, what you think about this Stephon Curry? You say they say he's gonna be out for two weeks. Can this team win without him? No, no doubt. They they play team ball, they play together. And that's all win game. You gotta be able to play together. If you play together, you win. But like I tell anybody, don't let Stephon Curry fool you them two weeks he out. And when he come back on that next game, and he go down there with going to be four good legs with one half leg, and that half leg, that half, that half leg will work um, right, right off the bat because he got he nothing wrong with the trigger. He can't shoot the ball. He can't shoot the ball. One thing about it, he don't have to look at the goal to shoot. And by the time the other team run down Cody, he's standing on that one side. You leave him alone, think he hurt him, you want him. He will have 50. Half a hundred, you will wonder how he got it. <laughs> but that's just how Mighty Jordan used to do play hurt. Man, this uh, ball player, ball player, ball player, ball player, play hurt. He even said that. Man, you know, now, 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 played in the Super Bowl. They told me he was going to be hurt for the Super Bowl. He should have won the MVP. And T.O. Had, 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 he came off of a broke leg. So now, I, you know, I, 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 have to give you, I have to give you credit for that. Now, T.O., I really think uh, that was a <laughs> remarkable thing that he did. But I just don't think that, um, that Stephen Curry and Michael Jordan. I give him credit, too, for, for, for putting him in the Hall of Fame. He deserved to go. He, he did what he did on the field, not off the field. He ain't no bad habit off the field. He didn't like his way because he had to do something to try to be another character. But T.O., hey, he established what look what he played. He played with the best. He played with Jerry. He made Jerry look good. He called balls and win the Super Bowl when Jerry couldn't catch him. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I, I feel you. Like, I feel you. When they beat the Cowboys, T.O., baby. T.O.? So okay. everybody else couldn't have did it. Yeah. Yeah. And T.O. deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. Hey, Vince, he thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. I Don't be a stranger. We here every Monday night. Call us anytime and let it be known what you want to talk about in the world of sports. Okay. Thanks for calling, Vince. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you. And God bless you. And you got my condolences for your uh, great-auntie. Your great-auntie. And his life goes on. And God bless us and bless the show. Thank y'all for holding the show down for the, what, the last four to five years. 
and I think the show gonna get bigger and better. So I appreciate you, man. And, and a good Lord, of keeping this break for y'all to keep doing what y'all doing best at the show. And Amen. God bless. Hallelujah. All right. Amen. Okay. All right. Hey, appreciate you, Vince. Hey, guys, that was that was Vince calling in from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, over there by Betty's Restaurant on Sistrunk. Man, you talking about some good caramel cake, some good lemon cake, some good oxtail. Man, my boy, Betty's Soul Food got it going on down there in Lauderdale. I'm tell you about that. Hey, guys, let's talk a little bit about this um, about this NFL draft. You know, the NFL draft is coming up in a couple of days. Um, I, I'm really... I'm, I'm I'm a little concerned when I see two quarterbacks being taken first in a draft. You know, the last time we saw uh, two quarterbacks taken, uh, the first two picks, Robert Griffin and um, Andrew Luck. And we're still waiting to see what both of these guys are doing, are going to be able to do. Uh, Andrew Luck, um, he's he's taking his team to the playoffs, but, you know, he's he's had he's had trouble staying on the field. Robert Griffin. He's taking his team to the playoffs, but he's had trouble staying on the field. And you look back at these guys and, and their career, and you wonder, were they worthy of being the top two picks? And trust me, when I look at Jared Goff from Cal, a quarterback, and, and Carson Wentz at, from North Dakota State, the quarterback, these two guys, to me, are not even close to Robert Griffin and Andrew Luck. I mean, you, they wouldn't even be in the same conversation as those two guys in the year that uh, Andrew Luck and, and Robert Griffin came out. It, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't seem that, that they would be now while, while all of a sudden are we putting them up at the top. I just don't see it. And this lets you know, and, again, and, and it really shows us that this is a weak draft. This draft is not a strong draft. With, do, with these two cats at the top of the draft list, this is not going to be a strong draft. Uh, matter of fact, we never even really heard of these two guys up until um, the combine. Now, we're talking about two people we didn't even know about until the combine. And, and, and neither one of them ran 4-3. And uh, I don't think either one of them have, have an arm that shows us they can throw 80 yards I just don't see it. And neither one of them we ever heard, talked about playing at Stanford and had the IQ of an Andrew Luck. We just have not heard about these guys. Um, I just, I don't, I, don't, I don't see either one of these guys coming out as being, um, being a stellar quarterback. And here it is, Philadelphia, you know, they've given up picks to climb up to the number two to take Carson Wentz. And this is how, this is maybe... And, it, you know, it's, this is just a mock draft that we're looking at. And so y- who knows where things are going to go, how things are going to go. Um, um, Laramie Tinsley um, is an offensive tackle from Ole Miss. You know, we've seen these offensive tackles go really high in the draft. Offensive linemen go really high in the draft. And it, you almost can't go wrong with an offensive tackle going high in the draft. Because if you got a, a, a decent offensive tackle and you get a great offensive tackle, the decent offensive tackle could always go down in most cases and play guard. So, and uh, NFL quarterbacks, especially Phillip Rivers, he's not getting any younger. They need someone to block on the backside, the blind side. So hey, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a bad move, and it wouldn't surprise me 
if they and and just think if either one of those quarterbacks are still there at the number three pick, will the San Diego Chargers take a quarterback at number three? I don't think the San Diego Chargers would take either one of those quarterbacks at number three. If either one of those quarterbacks is still at the number four, will the Dallas Cowboys take a quarterback at number four? They probably should. Maybe they would because they may see a value in one of those quarterbacks. But I don't, I don't, I don't see them taking a quarterback. I, I just, I, I just don't see it. Now, um, this guy Joey Bosa, he's actually from Fort Lauderdale, um, down from uh, Vince's part of the uh, neck of the woods. Um, if he comes in. And that's where they have him going at number four to Dallas. Ah, wow. You know, from what, what we hear is that, you know, from what I've heard is that this kid is overrated. And um, um, he's no he's no J.J. Watt, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it, so when people will be talking about him like that. You might hear every once in a while people speak of him in the same breath. But they just had a flood in Houston last week. And guess who was at the Houston Houston uh, facility working out? And J.J. Watt said, hey, don't be, don't be talking about him because he want to go to work when he want to go to work. Hey, but I don't see this kid as being a J.J. Watt. And um, so we're, 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 we're yet to see what will Dallas do with that number four pick. Now, um, this kid Jalen Ramsey out of Florida State, we're hearing a lot of talk about him being the best player in the draft. Now, if this kid is the best player in the draft, and it's very seldom do you see cornerbacks slip up to be the number one pick, number two, number three. It's, it's very seldom. However, I could see this kid maybe maybe climbing up to um, maybe, maybe <laughs> trust me, the Cowboys would love to have a shutdown corner. So I would think they get more value from a shutdown corner than a, than a defensive end that's, huh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And now I just don't think this pick is going to happen. Um, we look at the, um, the, the, the Baltimore Ravens with the number six pick. And, there's a lot of questions about this guy, Miles Jack, linebacker out of UCLA. He has an injury, and um, some people say he's still dealing with with the injury. I don't see. Um, I, I don't. I don't. You know, we talk about how talented this kid is, but is he worthy of the number six pick overall coming in with a with a knee injury? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to be. Um, I don't. I don't. I, honestly, I don't see Miles Jack being taken. No higher than um, in the teens, maybe around 14 or 15, you know, so that's a possibility. Now, this is actually at the number seven pick, um, the San Francisco 49ers have the number seven pick. Now, this kid, Paxton Lynch, uh, the Memphis quarterback, you know, he was on, he did, he was on television quite a bit. And uh, he was quite impressive a few times, threw, some, threw for some outrageous numbers. But that's probably where the number one and number two pick should be taken around number seven because that's their, to me, that's their NFL value. I just don't see these guys as being Troy Aikman-type quarterbacks. I, I, don't, I don't even see these guys, um, I, don't, I don't see these, be, neither one of them being as good as Brock Bortles, Blake Bortles, 
for the Jacksonville Jaguars, the quarterback they took number one in the draft last year. Don't see it happening. I just am. I'm really, really, really concerned that this is not going to be a good draft. Um, this is one of those drafts we'll be looking at saying, wow, where, where are the players? You know, uh, at the number eight player, um, this kid Shaq Lawson, defensive end out of Clemson. He's a big old tall kid. Reminds me of Danny Stubbs quite a bit. Tall kid, comes off the ball real quick, comes around the edge, really, really solid. This kid here is probably going to be one of the standout players in this draft. And he probably should be higher. If he was a tackle, a defensive tackle, he'd be going higher in the draft than number eight. But because he is a defensive end, defensive ends seem to have to prove themselves more in the NFL than defensive tackles. Hey, guys, you listen to Sports Info UM on the Voice America Radio. We'll be right back and talking more about the NFL mock draft in a few minutes, right after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. We're talking about the mock draft, but we got a call on the line. Joe, what's going on? Oh, not too much, Dow. Hanging in there. Enjoy yeah. the show. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you called. Yeah, you know, yes. it's, it's, 
This is my favorite time of year, man. I have I, I have sleepless days this time of year because I stay up so late looking at this NBA at, at these NBA playoffs. And the West Coast games don't come on sometime till ten thirty, and I don't go to bed yeah. sometime till one o'clock, one thirty, trying to look at these games, man. It's just, it's just you know, these athletes. I I've always said NBA athletes are the best in the world until I got a little older and started watching, paying a little bit more attention to hockey and really understand how in the world could they skate and hold a stick. Yeah, that and is a, amazing. I tell you, that is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. So who do you like in the NBA playoffs? Well, uh, I, got, I have to go with Golden State. Uh, I don't think anybody can beat them, even, even without uh, Steph Curry. I, I think they're still the uh, team to beat. Um, and, um, and Steph will come back uh, from this injury and uh, pick it up where he left off. So, uh, so I still like them. And, uh, and until somebody can prove me wrong, that's my choice. I, I, I hear you, and, uh, and I feel differently. I, I just don't think this team can win the, uh, the NBA player. I don't think they can win the NBA championship without Steph Curry. And I don't mm. think this is an injury that he'll be able to return at 100%. And he, he might in two weeks. I just don't think this is a two-week injury. Um, and this is, you know, we got to know when, when, when we're in the playoffs, when you look at these guys playing the playoffs, it's, this is a whole new level of basketball. The game is oh, so yeah. much more physical. Um, they play with relentless effort in this. In this. It's the second half. It's the second season for these guys. Right. So I think it's going to be tough for, um, for Steph Curry to, to catch up, but not as bad as it is for, um, for Blake Griffin. When you look at that guy, um, if 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 um, if 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 um, the Clippers don't go far in the playoffs, it really will because it'll be because Blake Griffin is not at the top of his game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel the same way about Steph Curry. He has to be at the top of his game for them to win. Well, Daryl, I hope you're wrong, but uh, but we'll see. We'll see what we happens. will see. Yeah. And now on the okay. other hand, Mr. Matthews, um, on, the, on the East Coast, the coast that we live on, LeBron James and his team have already swept, um, yeah. swept the first round in the, in the Eastern Conference and just really went to Detroit and took care of business. Um, I, I, think, I think he's really ready to win another championship without the big three of Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. He has right, his own yeah. victory now. Uh, I, I'm pulling for LeBron James, too. I want him to win. Yeah, I, I, I sort of pull for him myself. Uh, he's, uh, he's matured a little bit, and, uh, and I think he's become a, a, a likable a individual. So, uh, so we'll see what happens from that end. I think that's the team to come out from the, uh, from the East. And, uh, and if there is a team that can beat uh, Golden State. I, I guess it can. It, it can be Cleveland. I, I think it could be Cleveland if if there is, and um, we really can't forget about Tim Duncan, who's already swept Memphis and sitting back waiting, and he needs all the rest he can get. You know, Tim yes, is no spring does. chicken. 
Right, yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, isn't uh, today his birthday? I'm not sure. Yeah, I need to look that up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but Tim Duncan, he's sitting back waiting. And, uh, you know, yeah. and, and he, he's going to be taking on Oklahoma State, Oklahoma City. Look like they're going to beat Dallas. So right now they're leading um, um, yeah. uh, 3-1. Yeah, three games to one, yeah. Yeah, so I, I really think they're going to they're gonna take them. You know, I, I really do think that. And today is Tim Duncan's birthday, April 25th. Yeah. Um, yeah, 1976. Wow, and guess he and he's 40 years old today. He's 40 years old today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I just heard he's yeah. planning on playing another year. Yeah, I think he wow. is. Yeah. Wow. And I thought it was well, incredible he, when a, when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played until he was 40 years old. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At a high level. It's it's all it's all about conditioning and taking care of yourself and and San Antonio uh, did not play uh, did not play him a lot this year. They gave him as much rest. Matter of fact, uh, I saw them when they came in to play the uh, Orlando Magic, and he only played a portion of the first half, and they kept him out in the second half. So. Uh, so they weren't using them a lot, and they were uh, shooting and, and preparing for uh, for this run here in the playoffs. So, yeah, and, and I think you know Popovich, he's famous for doing that, spreading the minutes oh, yeah. around with his team, uh, almost keeping Tim Duncan out three, four, five games at a time, having mysterious yep. illnesses, you know. He's and then the you look at you look at Golden State. What did they do the entire second half of the season? Played all their guys, <laughs> and they chased the record. They yeah. chased that record, you know. And a lot mm-hmm. of people saying, "Well, maybe they should rest their guys." They said, "No, we're not resting. We're chasing this record. We're going to chase the record." Yeah, is a record more important than the championship? Well, to them it was, but I, I I think that these guys are so pumped that they feel that they could do both. They could break the record and repeat. And that's the uh, the arrogance that they have. But the thing is, these guys are so talented. They really are. Uh, they they go out there and they don't think anybody can beat them. So when you have that attitude and that approach, you know it's hard. It's hard to beat them. It's hard to beat them. It is. It is. And they really they really think every shot they take is going in, without a yeah. doubt. You know, but I, I, I think, um, and, and this is a young team too, but I really think yeah. that when it comes down to it, um, you know, Steve Kerr, he's a young, talented coach, Greg, uh, Coach Popovich, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's an experienced, mature coach, talented coach. Both of these teams are going to be ready, and this is going to be one heck of a series to see Oklahoma and San Antonio and see the L.A. Clippers. Oh, yeah take on Golden State. If if right. LA can if if the Clippers can um, pull this thing out. I really think Blake Griffin is his legs are, are not strong. He doesn't have that explosion. You know, this is a guy that used to jump like like Dominique Wilkins, you know. And yeah, he's just, right? he just he just doesn't have it this year because he's been out for about I guess maybe three he's months. Out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I think that's gonna affect them. Um, Golden State may get past the Clippers if the Clippers can make it, but it's going to be really a, 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 a outstanding 
Western Conference series. I think the Eastern Conference series is going to be good because yeah. just such talent. So we're, we're in store for some super basketball, the best in the world. Yes, we are. Yes, yep. we are. Yep. The best basketball yeah. in the world. You know, um, yeah. speaking of basketball, um, it was a young man from, uh, from the southern Sudan um, in uh-huh. Canada. You know, he's in Canada. He's, uh, I think he's, uh, um, he's in Canada living there. Jonathan Nicola. Yeah. He was in high school, registered as an 11th grader. Had his paper uh-huh. said he was 17 years old. Come right. to find out, he's 30 years old. 6'9 <laughs> and 30 years old. Right. Come on, man. Uh-huh. How, how, how could that happen, Joe? How could, how could a 30-year-old be walking around with 14, 15-year-old kids? Right, yeah. That's scary. It is. <laughs> you know, that's so scary. You know, I used to work at a school once, and I worked at a middle school. Well, come to find out, they started taking these standardized tests, right? You looked right. up, man. We had kids 16, 17 years old at the middle school, you know? Wow. And you look up, man, and here it is, a kid coming from elementary school to middle school. He's 11 years old. Last year, he had to walk on the line to go to the bathroom. Now he's walking right. around campus, and all of a sudden, a 17-year-old come up to him in the bathroom. Hey, you want to smoke a cigarette? Come on, yeah. man. <laughs> this kid was 11 years old last year, but now we got 60 to 70-year-olds. Can you imagine if you had a 30-year-old? Right, Yeah. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, and Joe, before we go, Tiger Woods says um, he's registered for the U.S. Open. Um, do you think all he'll right. play one round, two rounds, three rounds, or all four rounds? Well, I'd like to see him play all four rounds. I think that um, I think that if he's, he's been uh, preparing – he didn't want to come back too soon. So if he's coming back, I think he's coming back with the confidence. And I really would like to see him go out and uh, and play all four rounds. Really see, would like to see him make that cut and play the weekend. And if he, wow. if he does, I think he'll have a shot. So. I would love to see that too because, to be honest with you, these guys that are playing now on the tour, they, they're not impressive at all. I no. mean – not, not at all. I mean, and the Masters tournament was very unimpressive, to be honest with you. And um, just, it, I, I think Tiger still has a has a has a major championship in him somewhere down the line. I don't know where, but might even be the U.S. Open this year. You know, Robert yeah. Griffin has been guaranteed to be the be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. So, hey, hey you got the job. It's your job. How do you think he's yeah. going? Uh, how do you think going to handle that this year? I hope I hope that he's got his head together and that he will handle it. Uh, I think if they give him the shot, that uh, that he'll take it. I think he realized after what happened in uh, in Washington that uh, you know you have to be mature, you have to uh, get your head straight, and uh, you have to work hard. and uh, And if and if you're given the confidence and the shot, then uh, then hopefully. Uh, Hopefully he's mature enough to realize that, uh, you know, forget what happened behind him and look ahead. And, I agree. Um, oh. And all those so things hopefully. you said, you hope he learned, you know who taught him to him? 
Kirk Cousins okay. because he did all of that stuff. You know what I mean? He showed humility. Yeah. He worked hard. He listened. He he wasn't flamboyant. You know, and if Robert could only learn some of those things that he saw Kirk do to put himself in a max contract this season, you know what I mean? He would be, yeah. if he could just learn from that, I think yeah. he's going to be all right. And I really think, I really think he did learn, if nothing else, a lot of humility. And that's going to yeah. take this young man a oh, long man. way. Yeah, that's very and important. I, and I really think he's going to have a good season because he has a nice coach who's had an opportunity to be a head coach before. Hugh Jackson had an opportunity to be the head coach with the Raiders. Now he's <laughs> gone with been with the Cincinnati Bengals for a long for a few years. Now he's back at as a, as his own head coach again with the Cleveland Browns, and he got a good quarterback. I think has learned learned his lessons, and he's learned how to be mature. He's going to be a good quarterback, Joe. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Thank you for calling, Mr. Matthews. Hey, no it's problem. always a pleasure. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night. Okay. And I hey. will be I will be here too. Hey, thank you. We appreciate All right. it. Yep. No problem. You take care, Darrell. Thanks. You, thank you. Hey guys, listen to Sports F O U M on the Voice America Radio. We're here every week. Every Monday night from 8 to 9, talking about sports, talking about what's going on in the world of sports, talking about what's going on in the world. Hey, guys, we'll see you next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more sports info UM. We'll see you then. 